Hey everybody and welcome to TCR. Uh, just a little quick intro here. Uh, sorry that the podcast uh, is a day late. Uh, I got uh, struck down with the Rhea. That's diarrhea, folks. Just uh, squirting liquid foam out my butthole. Um, you'll hear about that uh, in the episode, actually. Uh, one of the other nobodies uh had that frothy butt, so uh, I guess it was my turn this week, uh, so we're just a little late getting the episode out, but uh, yeah, it's my diarrhea timer going off, <laughs> just a reminder that I gotta gotta go again, um, but uh, I just wanted to do the uh, little bumper here, because we do have a contest going on, uh, if you head over to our Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter, uh, the Carpenter Rants, uh, just search it, you will find us, um, uh, anyway, we're giving away a digital copy of the brand new uh, 2018 Halloween film. Um, uh, Doug is giving away his digital copy, folks. So all you got to do is, uh, uh, I believe on Facebook, you just have to uh, like our page, uh, share the post, and like the post. And on Instagram, uh you just have to uh, follow us on Instagram, like the post, tag two friends. And on Twitter, I uh, believe, you know, like, follow, share. Just that easy. Uh, just three steps. And uh, you could be the uh, special winner of a free copy of the brand new Halloween film. It's free. We never stop giving stuff away. And that could be you. So uh, anyway, just wanted to hop on here. Apologize for being late and uh, explain in just way too much detail about my diarrhea and uh, tell you guys about a really cool contest. Uh, super simple. I don't know how long it's running uh, this week, maybe next week. Who knows? Um, but uh, just follow those easy steps and uh, it could absolutely be yours. Uh, all right, folks. Uh, thank you, as always, for listening to the Carpenter Rants and uh, keep on ranting. These are godless times, Mrs. Snell. I'll drink to that. Hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. I shot him six times. He's not human. It's got a death curse. Son of go, son of go. He's a real. Get out of here! Can't you see we don't want you anymore? I'm the Lord of the Harvest. For that, you get the head, the tail. The whole damn thing. I don't know. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Oh, wait. Was she a great big fat person? Almost definitely. Shit! Wendy. The ice is gonna break! Sometimes dead is better. Give me a keg of beer. Groovy. You stole my story. Break me off a piece of that fancy feast. You've had your whole fucking life to think things over. 
What good's a few minutes more gonna do you now? Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. She called it shiny. Werewolf for mitzvah, spooky, scary, boys becoming men, men becoming wolves. It's the holiday season. When you stay with the great smell of brood, the great smell of brood stays with you. Hey everybody, welcome to TCR. Three nobodies discussing the masterworks of the horror genre. I forgot the word for and half this a second. Movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we're those nobodies. I'm Caleb. I'm Doug. I'm Kendall. I'm back. Yeah, Kendall's yeah. back. She survived the super flu. Um, <laughs> Doug and I survived oh, uh, a... Sorry. No, you're good. Doug and I survived a uh, wintry apocalypse. We did. Had to uh, shovel my driveway for the first time ever. Same. Sucks fat balls. How how long did sucks my fat balls? <laughs> <laughs> how long were you shoveling? Two hours. Um, I knocked it out pretty quickly. Uh, I had three heart attacks. <laughs> I don't know, a combined, yeah, maybe two hours. Yeah, I think it's about what I spent. Because I got a front and a back driveway. <laughs> Ooh, got that, got that big Missouri money. <laughs> got got that fat back driveway. <laughs> Your new nickname. Fat back? <laughs> fat back driveway. <laughs> he sounds like a jazz musician. <laughs> well, that was fat back driveway. <laughs> He frequented this jazz bar, <laughs> folks. I don't know if you're uh, if you're if you're aware of this, but we do this very late at night, mm-hmm. uh, later than we ever should. Um, but that's how we roll here. Um, but uh, so yeah, no, we did have like a foot of snow yep. uh, up here in Missouri, and um, but. Uh, you know, got the streets cleaned off, and I was able to... Uh, you cleaned the streets off? Yep. <laughs> that's what I was doing all... That's why You're I'm so all tired. Mr. Plow over yeah. here. <laughs> Mr. Plow. That's what he does after the sun goes down. Um, this is, of course, our limited series. Limited. Uh, where we chronicle the uh, adaptations of Stephen King... Uh, call it Hail to the King because mm-hmm. it's adorable and we're cute folks. Mm-hmm. Um, this is episode seven, I think. I believe so. I yes. believe it is. Um, and uh, we are talking about Firestarter. <laughs> you know what? It's a it's about a little girl that we need up here because we got a lot of snow. <laughs> we can use some of that use some of that heat magic. <laughs> <laughs> he 
use some of that heat magic. Heat magic. Uh, that should have been. If you brought her to Missouri, not Johnny Cash might try to fuck her. I don't know. Oh Whoa. yeah. Now, Doug, do you um, <laughs> you got you got one sentence for this movie? Because oh, yikes. Uh, um, little fire girl tries to get fucked by old dude. Uh, senior citizen uh, Steven Seagal, played by George C. Scott. <laughs> Oh man! And her redneck daddy tries to save her and does a bad job. Redneck daddy. Charlie, I'm gonna hit my hammer. What? Um. Okay. Yeah, you you did cover a lot there. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get into that um pretty quickly, probably, because mm-hmm. I got some serious issues with uh with with the. Uh, this movie. Old man Steven Seagal. George C. Scott thing is, except oh, this man. one. <laughs> Holy his... shit. Like, I remember seeing his name in the credits, and I didn't even dawn on me that that was yeah, him. Yeah, that was him. Because it was so odd. I don't know. He's his... playing fucking... He karate chops that one dude and breaks his nose and kills him. After he tickles him with that little tickle twist. Yeah. He's like... This movie, again... All over the place. Mm-hmm. We'll get into it. All right. Um, but first, uh, we need Doug's Fad Deets. Mm. Uh, it was released May 11th, 1984. Mm-hmm. The budget was $12 million. Now. Mm-hmm. No. Last week. Mm-hmm. Well, did, you didn't watch. You didn't watch Children Fuck Off Into the Corn, did you? Mm-mm. Okay. Sure From a production quality standpoint, this was much better because they had like eleven and a half million more dollars. Firestarter. Yeah. Okay. It all went to the fucking climax. That was uh, yeah. All that was what, fire money. Sir. Yeah. That, I, that's what we're gonna get to. But um, and how much did it did it bring back? The, this is what it it says: seventeen point one million or eighteen point nine million. Okay. Verbatim, what it says. All right. So maybe it had a re-release. Maybe. I don't know. Um, that's not that. It did. Uh, oh God. It did, it did, it, pardon it, the pun. It, 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 <laughs> pardon the pun, but this film did not exactly set the world on fire. <laughs> the hell? Yeah, <laughs> that was Kindle reacting to <laughs> silliness. Um, okay. I'm gonna say. Um, the climax uh, yeah. is awesome. Oh yeah! I, now Most I said definitely. I said this last week that um, if ever a Stephen King movie needed to be remade, it was Children <laughs> of the Corn. I think we could get a kick-ass Firestarter. Oh movie. yeah! As I was watching, Same. I was like, "This needs to be remade, like pronto." Dude, you could. Now here's the thing: they wouldn't set human beings on fire. Which was awesome, by the way. Yes, it'd be all CG. But I'm a big fan of the guys in fire suits. But yeah. um, uh, and w- we'll get to the climax. It's really great. But I I want to cover some other issues I got with this movie first. But let oh, just for the record, this movie is all about the last 15 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, getting there. You know, is a uh, chore. It's it's all over the place, and there's like little sprinkles of like cool stuff throughout that I that I like. You think a movie about a family that has powers given to them by a government experiment 
will just be a thrill ride throughout. But whew, it is a hard watch. Yeah. Um, first of all, uh, from the director of Commando. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, originally, Universal gave this to John Carpenter. <sighs> and if you could imagine what a John Carpenter th- uh, uh, Firestarter fire would have been. Holy shit. I, you know what? I was thinking about John Carpenter a lot throughout this movie. Mm-hmm. First of all, produced by uh, Dino De Laurentiis. Yes. Uh, they produced, you know, the later, uh, a couple of the, um, and by this time, I think they'd already made two and three, the Halloween sequels. Yes. Uh, as well as a slew of other horror slash genre action type movies. Yep. They they produced a lot of schluck, um, but a lot of good <coughs> stuff, you know. Well, uh, uh, he was offered it. And him and uh, was it Bill Lancaster who helped write the thing with him? Mm-hmm. He was filming the thing at the time. Okay. And uh, he and um, Lancaster wrote a screenplay for Firestarter. And uh, Stephen King loved it. He was like, "Let's do it. We're we're gonna go with it." And then the thing, the the thing, the oh, thing came out and flopped, yeah. and Universal took it from me. So, that was a mistake. I think so. I think, um, and the other thing that got me was like the, um, it's super widescreen. Yeah. And the score, very score. electronic. Tangerine Dream. Tangerine Dream, yeah. I gotta tell you, favorite thing about this movie is the score. The score is pretty good. They're pretty decent. There are pieces of it that are really not good. Mm-hmm. But there are like parts of it that are so good that I was listening to Very some of it. Carpenter reminiscent in some of it. Big time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did another big score that I really like, and I can't remember which one now. They've done a bunch. They've of done a them, bunch man. of shit. Um, keep talking. Yeah, I'll, I'll find them. But um, I dig. I dig this score quite a bit. It's not perfect. Not that opening. That intro song was very foreigner sounding oh dude it rocks I like it. <laughs> yeah i was like all right all right fire starter you're starting a little fire right now risky business legend oh. yeah risky business is the one that i remember but the i do love that legend score it's so epic yeah if you guys haven't seen legend and a million other things man <laughs> maybe we'll watch legend one day i don't like that movie don't you hate that movie yeah but i love it <laughs> yeah Tim Curry, man. Great devil. A bunch of shit. Look him up. Um, I can't tell you how disappointed I was every time that uh, David Keith was not Keith David. Yep. Yep. Would have been a great, would have been a great character for this movie. Yeah, if he was the father of Drew Barrymore, yeah. it's even better. Uh, why not? Hmm. He got magic powers. Maybe one of them's making white babies. Yep. Um, we get a super young Heather Locklear. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Who's, Dave, in the, who's, who's in the movie for, like, 15 minutes. Oh, no. She's in and out. Um, mm-hmm. she wasn't a megastar back then yet, I don't think. She was up and coming. Yeah. This was before Swamp Thing 2. <laughs> Her big break. <laughs> <laughs> um... <clears throat> Yeah, you know, that right away, I think this movie is a lot better if David Keith wasn't your wasn't your lead cuz he is He's not good. He's bad. Yeah. He's just his accent is dumb. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know why he had to have a southern accent. Does David <coughs> Keith have a southern accent in real life? I don't I, know. I don't know where he's from. I don't really care. I just... It, I don't know. Um, it worked a lot like... Um, who's the Masterson guy that turned out to be a total creep from that 70s show? Hi. He's got that same like little mouth thing. Yeah. Danny Masterson. Me oh, is he a cr- uh, creep? Yeah, I oh, think yeah. he's a... I think he's a... Uh, what do you call him? Criminal? Predator. Predator. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> criminal? Because Crim- I'm a criminal. Remember that Eminem song? All right. No. Um, well, it's a Remember classic. Fiona Apple song. <laughs> That's a good song. Um, better than the Eminem song. Uh, folks, you heard it here first. Tom, take that to the bank. Our only listener, take that to the bank. <laughs> Our most engaged listener for sure. I don't know. Carrie's pretty engaged too. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to give them shout outs every week because they're engaged. Folks, you could hear your name on the show if you just care. They're engaged? <laughs> yes, Aww. to one another. Aww. It's weird that uh, Tom, a person I've never met in, in real life, and my brother in law, who's already legally married. Or, Who found love? Yeah, they're. Mm. they're Through they're, our podcast. Yeah. Hmm. That's what we do. Plenty of fish. We talk about. We break down these types of movies and we build bridges of love build relationships yeah we started a fire in their hearts and uh hmm right mm-hmm. <laughs> is that good <laughs> did I pass the test <laughs> am I still one of the hosts <laughs> um man I like a lot that's going on in this movie I hate that it's so poorly executed so so poorly executed I mean they clearly have a budget it looks man that scene where he hits them with the darts and then all those dudes just start coming out of the woods yeah that is so good yeah like it is probably the best looking scene of the movie it's haunting yeah it's out of nowhere it's just like 30 guys in silver suits just appear mm-hmm and they're just they were just right there the whole time. Oh God, so good. Mm-hmm. Why isn't the whole movie like that? I don't I don't know. I I had trouble focusing on what it on what it wanted to focus on. Oh my God! Your main focus should be fucking be Drew Barrymore and her journey as a human with powers and getting away from the government that wants to you know cage her and use her as a weapon yeah. but you focus too much on the government trying to fucking do their whatever what were you saying Kendall I'm sorry uh, I was gonna say to be fair a lot of it was focused on fucking Drew Barrymore so this is <laughs> true okay let's get into that shall we let's get this out of the way so I don't have to think about it anymore um so you got George C. Scott mm-hmm. <laughs> clearly this character written for a Native American because his name's like John Rainbird, and he's wearing like Native American like garb and stuff, he's and he's got, got this rocking silver mane and a ponytail. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I haven't read this book like a lot of these, um, or story. I I don't know what it is, but um, I'm not read the source material, but I have a strong feeling that John Rainbird, John Redcorn, yeah, is a Native American <laughs> character. <laughs> Um, so, um, take that as you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, he is some sort of assassin. I don't know. Working for 
The shop. The shop. Which is the worst. This is a terrible name for a government uh, agency. That's a, and that's a king thing. This is a bad It was name. an acronym, right? Yeah, it was like stupid heroes <laughs> <laughs> of penis. Oh, oh. <laughs> you got it. That was exactly it. What of the shop like kept me scratching my head until they finally let on what it was, and it, it was the acronym was DSI, like Department of Scientific. It was uh, information or whatever um, intelligence, but I don't, I don't the shop. I don't know. I don't know because he says it later when that old man's like, was it CIA, FBI? He goes, hm, no, the shop. And I was, immediately I was like, I'm done with this. Like, this <laughs> is the worst name. Um. Okay. Speaking of worst names, though, what was the name? Of, was the experiment like Blood Six? What was that? I, I don't even remember. I don't even remember that part. It just was very bad. You talking about the original experiment? Original, yeah. That gave mommy and daddy their powers. Mm-hmm. We're gonna. I get didn't it. like that reveal. I will say, the reveal that um, Vicky and Andy um, made Charlie. Yeah. I didn't know that until you know it showed that flashback with Vicky in the kitchen, not knowing how to fling off oven mitts, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I gotta shove these in the water. It's <laughs> like, what do I do? I guess I'll just there burn. There is so much of people in this movie. There's so much. There so there much. There's so people. much of people. They so don't know how to them. just throw off flaming clothes. Like, if my jacket's on fire, just throw it off. There is a lot. Um, of people now look this is one of the things i was going to bring up is that the guy who directed this also directed commando and a bunch of other like so these movies they're just like let's just get some guy to make it this is not this is like a genre movie this isn't you know this is just to make money um stephen king's a hot commodity so um Mm -hmm. we're just throwing this out there excuse me and um oh thanks one of these days i'll Turn that off. No, um, you won't. no, I won't. We'll, we'll be using your computer before I ever turn that off. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- there's a lot of like the action scenes all look great. He clearly knows how to frame a shot because there's some really great looking stuff here. I don't even know who yeah. the cinematographer is for this. I'll Doug, look will you up, look that talking. up? Yeah, because I think it looks really good. But he doesn't know how to direct people because people don't know how to react. Giuseppe Rosalini. Ooh, I like it. What else did this gentleman do? Um, people just don't know how to react to normal things. Um, and who decided? Oh, we we'll get there. I'm all over the place, just like this movie. Italian stuff. Okay. Um, John Rainbird. Uh, an assassin for the shop. His name is ludicrous. You know what? I've realized uh, Stephen King, bad at names. Yeah. Real bad at like names. Andy McGee is, yeah. your, is your, uh, one of your main characters. Yeah. Fucking Dead Zone. John Smith was our main character. Johnny Smith. Johnny Smith. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So you got John Rainbeard. Bird. <laughs> Rainbeard. John Rainbeard. He's got a beard made out of rain. Um, <laughs> Poseidon. <laughs> um, okay, so John Rainbird. <laughs> He's this assassin that's like helping them hunt, um, you know, fucking 
Andy and Charlie yeah. are superhero, are superpower people. Mm-hmm. Okay? And, um, and it seems like the shop wants Charlie so they can, like, test her and, and her superpowers. Her yeah. Exploit her. Yeah, yes. so I was really confused about John's role here because they're like, what do you want the girl for? And I'm like, oh, he must be their boss. But he's not. He's not. He's like a hired hand. Yeah, but why is he calling the shots? I don't know. So, and he was never really clear on what he was going to do with her, but you get the vibe that he's going to fuck this little girl. Well, cuz he says and then kill her. She's so oh, He was clear at one point. He says Was he? Well, he's it was got nonsensical, a, but it was clear. He's uh, got a photo of her. Yeah. And uh, Martin Sheen, so handsome. Martin Sheen. Who, George C. Scott? No, Martin Sheen. Ah. They had that quaff, that hair, and this. Mm-hmm. He's so young. He was good in this. Oh, he's, I mean, he's never not good. Um, He says, what do you want the girl for? And then uh, John Rainbeard, uh, <laughs> that's his name now. He's like, she's, he said, she's so young. She's so gorgeous. We're going to be close. Yes, we're going to be very close. Weird. He says also some remark about getting inside her. Uh, uh, ooh, I didn't yeah. hear that. Yeah, I missed that too. I was so grossed out about that. the implication. I didn't hear the blatant yikes. Okay, but then, so, and and now you have that information? So there's a whole part of the movie where they've captured her, and he is pretending to be an orderly at mm-hmm. this at this place where she's being held and he's like gaining her trust yeah, like winning over her trust yeah calls himself uncle crap. john mm-hmm. yeah so the whole time this is happening you're just like skeeved the fuck out because yeah. of what he'd said earlier in the movie so i'm yeah. just uncomfortable with all their scenes where they're alone together yeah um but then <laughs> They're they're doing all the they've done two tests on her. She's blown some stuff up with her firepower, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> so he's talking to Martin Sheen again, and he was just like, uh, they're talking about getting rid of uh, Andy, the father, and he's kind of asking like what he plans to do <laughs> with the girl, and he's like, I'm gonna like I'm gonna make her happy until she's at the maximum possible happiness and then I'm going to kill her. And I'm like, are you just a well, sadist? That's not what he said. What is it? He said he wanted oh. to like fall like so far in her favor You're that so right. she could never believe he'd hurt her. Yes. And then look her in the eyes and break her nose, punch her so hard that he breaks her nose, sending fragments of bone into her brain Which so is that what he d- she sets him on fire, kills him so that he can die knowing what that fi- what that feeling is. So Ew, that he can I, take her power with him into the next world. That was a line of dialogue I forgot. What, what, what is that? Oh, I guess that does kind of play more into that like Native American, Native American kind of thing. See, now wouldn't that make more sense if you like? I didn't even put two and two together. I didn't either until she said that. He wasn't a Native American. He was just no. some dude. Who looks like a fucking hippie. Yeah, he looked like he's on his way to Burning Man. Hmm. And he just stopped off and... And became a Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> but then later... Everybody. 
But then later he's just going to shoot her with a gun. But he wants yeah. her to look him in the eyes when he does it. This is a real odd thing because yeah. he clearly is talking about fucking her. At least I think so. And by the way, she's what, six? Yeah, Between six like and nine. He wants to like groom her for life. It's just gross. But he wants to. Like it. But he wants her to die. Like he wants them to die know. together. That went. That, it that just, was all up in the his air. His plan didn't make any sense. And by the way, the shop is so excited that she has this ability. Why are they gonna even let him kill her? Like why wouldn't they just keep her? Why is he even part of this? That's I don't because they couldn't catch them. So he's like, I'll catch him. And there's like just that easy, and he's like. See, because nobody so. else could fake friendly. I don't know. I don't. Well, he got the drop on him with the darts. Uh, it's look. John Rainbird is one of the most confusing parts of this movie to me because I don't the weirdest characters in cinematic history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Like I get everyone else's motivation except his, and again, it might make more sense were he Native American, though he clearly is not. And. uh did he have a dead eye, or did he just feel like wearing an eye patch? No, he had the. Sheet? It was like it was like pale blue. It was all effed up, and he had a big scar over there too. Sometimes he wore patch. Sometimes he didn't. Yeah, I I think the patch was to make himself look less threatening to the girl, but he'd already well, he immediately gotten rid of it. He yeah. showed up without it. At he first, showed up and then without came it back with it. And then he put it on, but then he would take it off. But then he would still. Ha- I. It was all over the place. <clears throat> Oops! I should have muted my microphone. That's okay. There we so, go. okay, now, yeah, we've we've discussed John Rainbird and ha- what little sense he makes. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you guys can clear it up, write us, let us know, because I have no idea. Call us <sighs> and leave a voicemail. I'm so tired of getting notifications for missed calls of this number. Are you still getting those? Yeah, I bet they're telemarketers or I'm something. Sure. Now. Anyway, so, um, yeah, John Rainbird, uh probably a pedophile definitely thinks super par- I don't know his motivation I don't know. yeah I can't follow his motivation whatsoever yeah call us at 731-439-8821 and let us know what the fuck is going on with John Redcorn because we don't know <laughs> we don't know we'll never no, know Charlie did know did Charlie have headaches no that, was no. Andy. no, that was, was Andy. Andy. Okay. Andy! Andy! Well, let's get into Andy's superpowers and how they only work when he's running his fingers through his hair. Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> to get his powers to work, he would have to do that face you do in elementary school where you're just like... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Pull your mouth back with your palms in he's your gotta, hands. He's got to do an Herbal Essence commercial or it <laughs> yeah. doesn't work. And I'm like, why is that a part of it? And here's one of the things where I think this could be really effective if you knew this is now this is one of the things where the director just didn't have anything for these people. He didn't have, he no. had no vision for this. No. All the action sequences are amazing. But he had no vision for how human beings interact. They were probably in a hurry because they lost Carpenter and they're like, This has to be shot in three days. Let's do it. My God. So I don't and then just the sound effect and how long it takes mm-hmm. for this, this now these are these are a little nitpicky but it's like you could see where you could tighten this up now yeah. and make this better like you don't have to like if you just show him like you know 
Mm-hmm. Make a face. Like, give us a nosebleed. Like, that's enough. Yeah, like yeah. Carrie. Yes, you don't have to, like... And even Carrie had, like, that little thing that... Ping, like, every time she did something. Yes. But... And that, like, why... That was forever ago. Why couldn't you have t- kind of taken that model a little bit and been like, okay? But no, they're like, well, we they got a competent director and screenwriter doing <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that's very true. They're like, we gotta know. The audience has to know that he's using magic. So he's gotta. First of all, he's gotta squeeze his head like a he's fucking, got a fucking cantaloupe. Kevin McAllister, that shit. <laughs> and then throw his mind bullets. <laughs> and then you gotta hear it. It's like, mama, and then he narrates. He sounded it. like Aquaman. Like, yes. <laughs> There's so much that bothered me so much about this movie. Unnecessary inner monologue that was not kept inner monologue. No, he's like, saying everything out loud. Yeah. And his accent is stupid. So much. Maybe if I did this, this will happen right way. And then, like, what is what is Cha-cha-cha. the what is the now you know what noise I do like is the and we're gonna get there is mm. the uh, maximum overdrive squat 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 I can't wait I can't wait um that's gonna be a lot of fun um Kindle have you ever seen maximum overdrive I've not okay it's not good but it's also fantastic um and by not good he means amazing no it's <laughs> like it, it it's like how this movie is like clearly it had a budget and like it's like well shot but it's not good like it's just and there's like cool act maximum overdrive the whole movie you're just like this is exactly what it should be this yep. is, they shouldn't remake it this is it um Fun. so every time you guys mention maximum overdrive i get it confused with over the top is there they any both have diesel trucks in uh, well um over the top is arm wrestling maximum overdrive is deadly machinery Okay. Now, they should have crossed those universes. Over. One has Emilio Estevez, and the other one has Sylvester Stallone. Man, Stallone's going back and just making all kinds of stuff. I want to see this. He's I want to see. Be in the remake of Maximum Over. I want to see Maximum Over the Top. No. Scream! 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 Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, fighting a brute truck. <laughs> I want a, a truck to turn its head backwards. Yes. Yes. I like it. <laughs> and then he partners up with that truck. It's the oh, one good truck. On. I was about and to it, turn my hat backwards, but I got the fucking headset on. I'm an idiot. Um, I oh, want him to partner. Uh, the truck has got a hood ornament. Yep. When it's, I don't know whatever happens in Maximum Overdrive, but whenever shit's about to go down, it like the truck ornament does like this. Yes. That's what I want to happen. Throws up its hand like this. Yeah. It'd be great. It's <laughs> like a convertible and like the, the top turns backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, I want that. I want there to be one good truck that helps Stallone fight all the evil trucks. Yeah. And it's called Transformers in theaters now. <laughs> it's called Bumblebee. <laughs> Starring John Cena. Um, okay. Uh, so we've discussed Andy. Now, what what... What are Andy's powers? Because they seem to change scene to scene. He has some sort of... Telekinesis. Um, telekinesis and telepathy. Yes. Now, sometimes he can just like... He just knows stuff. And, and he, he has he has like mind bullets. He can like... St- he's like he's Professor, Professor X. Yeah. Yeah, he can like... He can control inanimate objects as well. That was... Yeah. Odd. Telekinesis, telepathy, a little mind control... Yeah, but it's all over the place. 
Yeah, well, so was this movie, man. Oh, man. Okay, now, the, the clearly, Heather Locklear also... She got, had something, but we never knew what she, what she had. We didn't know the extent of it. Now, um, they have a child who has pyrokinesis. Mm-hmm. She can create fire with her mind. And telekinesis. But, right? So, she's kind of like... But that only happens in one scene. No, it happened twice, I believe. When when was I know when the when the shop was going to show up at the farmhouse? Yeah. What was the other time? She was guiding those fireballs. That's true, but I just thought that was part of it. she created them so she could move. Them. I'm talking about she she saw the like she knew it seemed like her and her dad were connected. Maybe. In that one scene, but it never happened again because she couldn't figure out John Rainbeard and she couldn't like she like she only had telepathy the one time. Yeah, she couldn't communicate. Well, with I like her. the close to the very beginning when they were like jumping that wall to escape from the shop on yeah, the road. Yeah. She knew they were coming then. Yeah, it's so real. It's like it only involved the shop. Yeah, but it's like maybe that's fr- just another power that's developing or something. Or maybe I don't know. Maybe they were like I don't know. <laughs> maybe they just forgot because they. Maybe they forgot they gave her that power because later in the movie it didn't really matter. Or maybe it was like, maybe it was like, well, if she does have telepathy, she could be talking to her dad this whole time, so let's just not even do it. But it's still in there at some well, point. Stephen King said this was one of the worst film adaptations of oh, his did he? work. It's, yeah. it's not. I just like to see that he, like, he, he saw it and was like, hey, she's supposed to fly too. Where was that? Does she fly? No, I'm just making oh, it. Oh, <laughs> there you go, God believing shit again. <laughs> You're so. You're so, you're so convincing. This <laughs> is a macho man. <laughs> you're so <laughs> green of the crap. <laughs> um, gone too soon. Um, all right. Something really fun we've skipped over is the old couple in the farmhouse. Oh God. Oh yeah. Here's another one. Is that one of my Art favorite Carney? lines in the movie comes from that old man. What does he say? Yeah, after he hold on, I wrote it <clears throat> exactly what he said. Uh, this is after all the shit goes down and Charlie sets everyone on fire and Irv gets shot and his wife, I don't know, randomly uh, manufactures a tourniquet out of a torn t-shirt. I don't mm-hmm. know. Anyway, he says... Uh, she doesn't want him to get involved and he says what do you want me to turn him over to the secret police if they ever get their peckers up enough to come back he i said that <laughs> i said that out loud after he said it because it made it tickled me so i was like they ever get the and it made me think of peckers in the dirt and peckers in the dirt yeah so it's just i did they called him the secret police the secret police <laughs> that made me giggle um all right i got some issues with this couple also so um, Why, because she's so much younger than he? Yep, that oh, was the first on, one. Man. No. Um, I did notice the, the vast age difference, though. Um, she was a trophy wife at one point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, they're old. <laughs> um, he had land. But she, knew, she knew what was good. So, um, no, she's very irritated that he's invited these because oh, yeah. st- she knows there's something up. And then they're right Ooh, away. She's that, shot daggers with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's they're right away like, do you steal that girl? 
Yeah, he's just up front. <laughs> yeah, hey. which I no, you kidnap her? Fucker, not me. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's this non-native American. Yeah, <laughs> he's way into <laughs> eight-year-olds. Um, she's starting to fire up in his pants, and he's gonna do something about it. <laughs> Doug did not enjoy that. No, <laughs> he was upset. John Petterbird. <laughs> John. <laughs> John Rainfuck. <laughs> John Rainbird. There we go. All right. I knew we'd get there. Um, John Diddler. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle John's what he called himself. Yeah. Oof. Yikes. Um, hmm. Johnny One Eye. Um, <laughs> oh, he still got two. He'll show you. Oh, man. So, Mm-mm. now... Um, I'm still skipping over the I'm still skipping over the climax of the movie because it's too good. Um, so she she's the only survivor at the end of the movie. She goes back to that old couple's house. Now, when you're they, my mom and papa now. When they left, that she was like, "You, you just get out of here!" Like they threw them out, and now the girl shows up, and they are just like she's like happy to see her. Well, to be fair, they are the only <laughs> human beings that she's ever been in contact with that didn't try to kidnap her, rape her, or kill her. True. Now, old, old whatever his name was, Pecker Boy. Uh, <laughs> old Pecker Boy. Old, old Pecker takes her to the New York Times. Now, that's the end of the movie. <clears throat> I assume she's going to tell her story. Mm-hmm. This is a horrible... Yeah. This is a, a lot of what Andy was gonna do. You know, he had all those letters ready to go to send to oh, yeah, the New York Times, right. uh, a bunch of uh, popular newspapers, and uh, the shop killed the postman that picked up the letters. Yep. That's right. So, about that. Yeah, yeah, they were never able to get those letters out. But now she <laughs> destroyed the shop. Yeah, that we know of. Yeah, uh, John. Uh, John Peterbird is dead. Um, why tell anyone she exists? Like, live out in hiding for the rest of your life. Let this kindly you old call couple that a raise life. you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let this kindly old couple raise you. And now, if there if there wasn't a government funded like science research unit after her well they're gonna be now mm-hmm. like oh you have pyrokinesis well thanks for letting the world know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think take you a- away from Papaw Pecker and <laughs> <laughs> raise you as our own so I just think that's a bad ending and I don't know if that's how the, the story actually ends but mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's a mistake you gotta keep that under wraps you got superpowers you can't tell people no, I agree yeah every movie unless it's like the 1976 Superman, they're just like, finally, a superhero. But any other movie, they're just like... Hancock. (laughs) Like, you're a freak, and we hate you. So, and and then the government's always going to want to study you. So, Mm -hmm. I just think it's a bad ending, and I don't know if that's the movie or if that's the book. But either way, I think it's stupid. Well, apparently there's a sequel series that was made for some channel. I I forgot. I read, and I totally forgot where it was. And, um... Hang on, I'll find it. Sorry. Does Look Charlie? At me. I'm never prepared. Does Charlie find other children who with powers and raise them? Probably not. Is it called the X Men? 
<laughs> a mini series mini series follow up to Firestarter on the sci fi channel called Rekindled in two thousand two. That's my name. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Um Malcolm Adele, isn't it? Ooh. Malcolm, I can't do. It. I Malcolm Adele plays John Rainbird. Oh my God, he's uh-huh. still alive. He comes back. <laughs> wow, and he's still white. <laughs> yep, he sure is. Yeah, I have zero interest in this. No, I don't want anything. I want a remake of this. I don't want to see anything connected to this. Um, yeah, I'm good. This, I'm all good on that. Yeah, I spent a lot of this movie saying to myself, that could have been so cool. Yeah. This yeah. could have been so neat. It's another man. What could have been? <laughs> I know. Especially if it was John Carpenter doing oh, it. Oh, man, I can just imagine. With I the got same some- dude that helped him write the thing. Man, I got some Carpenter vibes from this movie, and I was just like, "I, dude, it's crazy you said that." Because I, I was during that whole climax scene, mm-hmm. I was like, "This is pretty rocking." But I mean, I can't imagine if John Carpenter had made this movie. So I had no idea that he was ever yeah, remotely was attached involved. to it. That's super interesting. Um, <clears throat> all right, we've been skipping all over the climax. I think we can talk about it because right. uh, it's super cool. Now, first of all, um, uh. Charlie learns how to throw Hadoukens. Man, she's, she's just throwing fireballs like fucking Gamera everywhere. They are just awesome, too. They look like meteors. They're just uh, like, this is super cool. Mm-hmm. I um, know them as meteors because I had the same exact thought. Yeah, dude. Uh, the 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 pyro in this movie is great. Mm-hmm. Like, and again, you're this is the 80s. There's no CG, Ben. This is... Um, these They're just blowing stuff up, setting shit on fire, setting people on fire. Yeah. Um, again, I think, man, I think you could really remake blowing up cars and Blow- you see oh. those dummies fly and shit. Dude, there's one guy she hits with a fireball and he flies up into a tree. <laughs> yeah. Did you remember this? That I laughed amazing. so it was just such a great like. It was awesome. It was just like I don't know that had to have happened accidentally and they were just like keep it in <laughs> magic. Like it looked so good. It was just like. Like it just flew up into the sky. It was so good. Um, uh, as far as like people acting, like they're acting on fire was awful. Um, earlier at the, was it? Was it, I think it was at the farmhouse. No, it was when um, it was at that other lady's house when they had the, they were putting the girl in the van and Andy shows up and he's like using his herbal essence powers to like make those guys do stuff he was just like you're blind and uh the one guy goes the one guy goes like (laughs) did you hear okay did you hear the first guy that he blinded the dude said where are we (laughs) you're blind and forgetful (laughs) i okay i didn't teleport you dude you're just you can't see no more <laughs> you too you bastard you're blind <laughs> let me oh, rub my let me rub my luscious curls at you <laughs> great head of hair i mean there's nothing bad i can say about uh uh david keith's hair uh, not keith david ugh, we can't stress that can enough you imagine just that voice just you're blind oh. mm. 
so great. Skipped over one of my favorite parts to do with his accent. Which when was? Uh, they are trying to teach Charlie how to hone her uh, I, toasting skills. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That piece of toast. And she like lets it get out of control. And he violently shakes her and says, this is a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. You doing bad things. <laughs> I'm going to give you a whooping. This is a bad thing. Yeah, his accent is fucking crazy. I don't know if that's his real accent, if they decided he should be Southern. Here's the thing. Um, I'm from the South. Mm-hmm. So I can... As am I. Yeah. Though we currently reside in the Midwest, we're Southern boys. And I'll tell you... <laughs> we're Southern boys. <laughs> we're Southern boys. I'll tell you this. Um, if If being from the South is not important to a character in a movie at all Mm -hmm. just don't do that yeah if you hire a southern actor like a mcconaughey he's got that real thick texas accent he can play whatever he wants because he's so good Mm -hmm. so he just gets that's fine if you need someone to be southern just get someone who is Mm -hmm. but when you when these people are southern for no reason like it's just part of their backstory they're just like i'm from tennessee it's like Okay, did that affect this movie at all? Yeah. Did at any matter. point did his knowledge of Tennessee and his upbringing affect his character for the decision? Then just don't do it. Like uh, Pearl Harbor is a is a horrible movie, but aside from it just being terrible, like Ben Affleck and Josh Hartnett are just doing these horrible Southern accents. Ethan Hawke throughout yeah, uh, Ethan Hartnett are doing these horrible <laughs> Southern accents throughout the entire movie. And it doesn't, like, those characters just are Southern. But they don't have to be. Like, it at no point he's like, well, thank God I was raised in the South. I know how to kill them Japanese. Like, it's never comes, it never comes into play. They wouldn't say Japanese. They would, <laughs> yeah, they would have said something out worse. Yeah. Slur. Um, FYI, David, David Keith. Keith is from Knoxville, Tennessee. So that's so a that's real, that's- real... <laughs> That's where his uncle's lake house was that they retreated to. That they, like, hit it. Just right out of Knoxville, her. Well, there you go. I want a dialogue. Um, As a southern boy like you guys, uh, I agree. I don't. I didn't care for that accent. It really, it sounded forced. Man, it did, and if that's his accent. Did you just call yourself a southern boy? Yeah, you did. I did. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Well, okay. Well, if that's your accent, sir, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Oh, he was in Daredevil. He played uh, Jack Murdoch, his dad, the no boxer. No way. Mm-hmm. Wait, the TV series? No, the oh, Ben Affleck vehicle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ben was like, I heard your accent. I did one in Pearl Harbor. We should yeah. work together. He's from what? Hell's Kitchen? Yeah. Now, Matt, <laughs> you listen to me. You did a bad thing. Yeah, You're blind. Blind. <laughs> That's how Daredevil got his powers. Yep. <laughs> Daddy rubbed his curls at him. Oh, <laughs> hell, he was an Indian in the cupboard, too. He was an Indian. He was mm-hmm. the dad, wasn't he? And he played Boone. Boone. The little cowboy. Oh, you're right. <laughs> oh! I, we just talked about this off mic. I don't like that movie. <laughs> you were so excited. But he was. I just like that he's been in other stuff. I know he's been around. He's I, in a ton of stuff. Yeah, no stuff I haven't really. But heard. he's not Keith David, so he can get no. out of here. David Keith, what a dumb name. But Keith David is not. But I think maybe just he's so cool. 
that I that he gets a pass for having two first names. Yeah. But David Keith just sounds it's almost as bad as John Rainbird. <laughs> The whitest Native American to ever roam the plains and prey upon children. This is a weird. Even if that's in the book, let's let's we don't need that. Yeah, because the rest of his uh, motivations are so all over the place. We just leave the kid fucking out. Yeah, we should just let yeah, that out anyway. Yeah, there's just no. Why is this even in the screenplay? We're One more thing about John Rainbeard or whatever the hell his name is. Uh, John scene, I totally Aquafresh. Forgot about. <laughs> when um, the, there's that power outage and he fakes this like terror of the yeah, dark what? to try to get yeah, her to like make use her powers and it just ends in her t- telling him goodnight daddy and him smiling. So <laughs> fucking weird. Dude. I'm telling you, his he makes no sense. Like, he's there to capture her, he seems to want to have sex with her, but then he wants to kill her, but he wants her to kill him. It's a, he has, he, I I don't know. Somebody needs to straighten this out for me. Is it that is it that crazy in the book? Like, does it make any sense? He's definitely Native American in that book. There's no way he's not. Or he's a white guy raised by Native Americans, and they just decided not to tell us that. But there's there's some disconnect with that character and his motivation for me. I'm having a hard time with him. I'm trying to find what the book says about him. Like, why would he go all that way just to, like, I don't know. It's super weird. He wants to be killed by her firepower so that he can take it into the next world. I forgot about that. I'm glad you... Yep. Uh, he is yeah, 100% Cherokee and a Vietnam vet. Boom. John Rainbird. Yeah, of course he is. Damn whitewashing cinema. Mm. They didn't even try. <clears throat> All right. Well, I mean, that would have made, that would have made his name make more sense, but... Uh, this script and this movie are just not good. So. No. Uh, last 15 minutes, super epic. Actually, anytime she's blowing stuff up, even that's earlier, good. it's yeah, because that's where the money's at. That, um, I say it's competently uh, filmed. Like as far as the cinematography, I think it looks real good. There's lots of yeah. lots of good looking shots throughout. Um, <clears throat> it's definitely got a budget. Um, it's all on the screen. They certainly didn't spend it on um, the screenwriters or uh, editing. I don't know, but no, uh, not at all. Um, real quick, <clears throat> it, all it says about the uh, the character in the book is that um, he uh, Rainbird is determined to be befriend her and eventually kill her. Nothing about pedophilia. Mm. Well, that's yeah. So someone needs to contact this writer and see what he's up to. Yeah. All right, it's cool, but what if he wanted to fuck the girl also? And they were like, "I whatever. Maybe it is in the book, and the that's you know maybe, maybe. there's some subtleties. I don't know." Um, the novel was uh, nominated for a bunch of awards and shit, so it's I'm telling be better you, than this is a film. This is a cool story. Again, I felt that way about Children of the Corn. It's pro- like that's probably better. The book is probably very good. I'm sure. <clears throat> um, but How do you make a fucking movie about a girl with? Pyrokinesis is boring. I don't know. 
Except for the last fucking yeah, 15 except minutes. Except for anytime there's anytime there's fire happening, you're like, that's cool. But I don't you could have done it, man. You could have made it creepy, like the shop could have been super creepy, even yep. with their terrible name. Mm-hmm. Like I mean I literally look at any X Men movie and like yeah. they've got that toned down. Now I know those are later, but like somebody took that idea and made like fucking nineteen movies out of it, so like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Firestarter is not a, a recommend for me. Um, no. Uh, if you can just watch the ending sequence on YouTube. YouTube it. Seek yeah. it out. Yeah, I would. Man, favorite shot in this entire movie was uh, in the ending, of course, when she sends that like forked line of fire like, oh, yeah. pointed at all the 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 shop people yeah that was pretty dope yeah, that was really cool i'm telling you the whole scene was great i love comics was awesome man it was so good it's where the budget went i really like the shot in the woods where all the the suited men appeared god that was haunting that was and good. see that could have been the whole movie like the shop could have been a scary thing mm-hmm. but the way it's presented here there's bumbling idiots yeah but like they could have been like a government agency you've never heard of, but they're fucking everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like that could be scary. And why is John Rainbird a part of it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he was hired as a tracker. To, that was, yeah, as a tracker because he's Native American. And he's riding horses with her and all that oh crap. God. And who names their horse Necromancer? <sighs> Come on. And then at one point, and then at one point he's like. If you burn this barn down, you burn down all the other horses. But she sets those horses free. Like that didn't really work yeah. on her. Um, yeah, she got a cut and torture in her mind. Also, mm-hmm. that's true. Um, they did kill Andy. Andy dies. Uh, yeah, he which shot I saw dead. coming. But um, you know, I'm like whatever. <laughs> it's just whatever. I mean, if I'd cared about that character at all, like he just I don't know it. I don't know. They spent a lot of time on a lot of stuff I don't think mattered and and not enough time with the actual characters that you should really care about. I don't feel like I cared enough about Charlie. She just had cool powers by the end. But I feel like you should really be invested in her. Yeah, definitely. To the point where she gets to the old people at the end, I'm like, not like, good. That's I'm just like, all right. (laughs) I guess those are the only other people she knows. So where else would she go? Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Um... I think a lot of potential. I think there's a lot of cool looking stuff in this movie, but as a movie, I gotta say, I don't care for it. <clears throat> Same. It wasn't as painful to watch as some of the movies that I have watched for the <laughs> series. You did not watch Children of the Corn. Ooh, that was you dodged a bullet. It was shorter, but somehow felt so much longer. Yeah. Although this this was two hours. This could have been an hour and ten yeah. minutes. This could have been 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. This could have been just... Introduce Drew Barrymore, then cut to her killing yeah. the government yeah. operatives or whatever. I don't need to see the slow build up to her power. Just no. let's get into it. Um, <coughs> yeah, that, that's it That's it for me for Firestarter. I don't know if you guys have any other thoughts about it. No. Uh, hunt down the, the ending sequence that climax. Yeah. It's totally worth your time. Uh, the rest it. of the movie is not. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Unless you're a completist, which apparently I am, because mm-hmm. we're doing this stupid podcast. <laughs> I don't know whose idea this was. It was both of ours. 
Um, Kindle, anything else about Firestarter? No. I'm not the Firestarter. Okay. Just I spent most of it just super skeeved out, but Yeah, see that that sets oh, a Lord. that says a tone for the whole movie. So every scene they're in Yeah, every scene they're in together if his end game is just to have her kill him with fire what was all the sexual overtone about? I guess so you could hate him and be like, yeah. I guess. I mean, I hated him just for cultural appropriation alone. <laughs> I hated him for that shitty ponytail. Oh, that was bad. Um, Go back to following fish, you yeah. hippie piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Oh, man. All right, well, you want to kick it over to the horn shoe? Sure. Going once, going twice. Hey, everybody, it's everyone's favorite part of the show. It's what the people have all been talking about. John Rainbird himself even loves it. It's Caleb's Horror Horn Shoe. Now, the fact that John Rainbird loves it so much means we should probably cut it out of the show. Mm. I don't think we should be catering well, to. Well, obviously he's dead, but oh, he came back. But he's, uh, and you know, re, whatever was it, what did I say? The, rekindle. Rekindle. As Malcolm McDowell. I used to do a really good Malcolm McDowell. And I, I quit doing it, and now I can't. I can't get it back. Damn today. Yeah. No. Uh, right. I have a good one. Oh, that's all I got. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> that's kind of like my. Uh, that's kind of like my uh, Robert De Niro. It's all uh, facial. Yeah, it's stuff. facial expression. You can't see this at home. Listeners. Yeah, I know. You it's put- just I was holding my eyes open like that scene from A Clockwork Orange. Yeah. And my Robert De Niro is just... That's it. <laughs> pretty spot on. It's pretty right. spot on. Um, all right, folks. Uh, of course, here in the Horror Horn Shoe, we are breaking down all the biggest headlines in the horror world. Most of them coming from Bloody Disgusting. I'm not going to, uh, you know, pretend that uh, they're not. So big props up to those folks over there. We're doing the work for us. Hey, look. <clears throat> you guys are doing the legwork. I'm just I'm just getting it out there. If you like if you like the news we share here, go check out Bloody Disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell we're not, the Carpenter rant sent you. That's right. Well, we're not reading the entire articles. So we just give you a little taste. <laughs> <laughs> we're just giving you a little taste, right? So if you want if you if you want an in depth version of whatever story we're coming up with, um, check out Bloody Disgusting. They got all the fat deets. Mm-hmm. Um, though I'm using my phone. Uh, to Skype, so I don't have I don't have it. You want to pull up bloody oh, disgusting? I guess I could. Yeah, because I was, I just realized that um, <laughs> I don't have my phone. Um, there is one I definitely remember, um, but uh, um, and I guess we can talk about we can talk about that. Uh, Final Destination getting a remake. Yeah, that's one of the first things that popped up. Here. Yeah. Now let me. Okay. You guys seen Final Destination? Yeah. Yep. It's fine. Yeah. The first one's watchable. <laughs> it's fine. Mm-hmm. And then they made like eight more, and it was just like crazy new ways to kill people. Yeah. 
that's all the remake will be. Yeah. And it's like it's kind of like it's kind of like the new Saw sequel, where they were just like Jigsaw. They had one idea. It was like it caught fire. People loved it. And then every sequel after that was just like crazy new traps, with very little storytelling going on. Some people would argue that with me, but you you can definitely say from Saw Four on, it is nothing but traps, and the people are it doesn't even matter. So, <clears throat> uh, then they make Jigsaw, and they're like, what's it going to be? It's been like five or six years since they made one of these, and it's just crazy traps. Like, that's all. Yeah. That does, that does nothing for me. Well, they made bank off of that. Yeah, so that's all That's <laughs> all. Final Destination will be. Um, just letting you know. Uh, don't get don't get your hopes up there, folks. Uh, just go watch Final Destination. It's It's still pretty cool. It's a cool idea. But you're gonna get a lot of bad CG deaths. My prediction. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Unless uh, wouldn't it be something if their gimmick was we all have practical effects. Well, that, I mean, look, if they do all practical effects, I'd be very into that. But isn't I mean, um not a lot going on. There's a um uh, uh, <coughs> um what's the word I'm looking for article. About how uh, Dario Argento inspired a generation of horror gaming. Yeah. Um, a lot of horror games out there. I mean, there's not a ton of news. I had like a stories. retrospective on the creatures of uh, Big Trouble in Little China, mm. which is a great movie. Yeah. You guys. Um, I'd like to make a little addition to the horn shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, the trailer I sent you guys earlier this week for Velvet Buzzsaw. Velvet Buzzsaw. Oh yeah. I like it. I watched Ooh, that it looks twice. Good. I'm into it. I was I was into it before I watched it because you said the same guy made it that made a uh, Nightcrawler, and I'm a huge fan. Of, did you see Nightcrawler? Uh, I watched some of it, but I fell asleep. God, I we saw that in the movie theater, and I bought it. I I love that movie. It was so, so disturbing. But Dan Gilroy. Dan Gilroy. Yeah, Nightcrawler's amazing. Now, so you told me he made this, and I was like, well, I'm. I'm more inclined to enjoy it than not. So, uh, but I'll I'll let you know. I thought it was weird for a minute because the first part of the trailer is really setting it up before things get really twisted. So I was just like, okay, well, this does this does look like something he would make, but you know, it wasn't like. But when the twist comes, like the the yeah. weird evil paintings i don't know yeah um and then it just gets wild and i'm like all right you got me i'm yeah. definitely into this it's definitely intriguing yeah uh, I, I really want to see this yeah I'm, I'm super it's a netflix original um it was wasn't it? yeah so it'll be becoming straight I think it's to february 1st i'm oh, in wow i'm Pretty into soon. it i'm Pretty soon, soon folks i'm into it what was it velvet what? velvet buzzsaw buzzsaw it looks cool man i'm a dude i'm a big Jake Gyllenhaal fan I feel like he's good I feel like definitely in the last five six years he's kind of like really like hit his stride Mm -hmm. like I thought he was good from the jump but uh he was in that movie Prisoners did you ever see that oh yeah fuck dude he was so like phenomenal that's a great movie all the way around he he was Paul Dana right yeah and Hugh Hugh Jackman and Wolverine such a good movie um, Very good. And hustle and flow. 
Uh, hmm. <laughs> hustling for Terrence Howard. Howard. Terrence Howard. Was he in Prisoners? Yeah. Yes. He was the other that. kid's dad. He was the girl's That's dad. That's right. That's right. And he was an Iron Man, you remember? Town A. Anyway. Mm. Um, Let me tell you something, I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next time, baby. I fucking love that guy. Um, yeah, folks, we're from Memphis. I love Hustle and Flow. Hustle and Flow was great. It's just a good and, movie. Uh, yeah. Um, independent of me being from Memphis, but it, it also was a nice little like, hey, I know that. That's- yeah. The driving scenes. I'm like, holy shit, I've been there. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, so he was in Prisoners, and I was just like, holy shit, I think this is the best role I've ever seen him in. And since then, mm-hmm. he's just been knocking out of the park really interesting roles. And, like, really, like, I just, I think he's just finally, he oh, man, he's a Nightcrawler. Yeah. Uh, he's in this movie called Brothers with Tobey Maguire where he was super fucked up. Um, gosh, I know I'm I'm missing some stuff. Uh, he was in that white trash Rocky movie, Southpaw. Hmm. Fucking phenomenal. He was great. The movie was not good, but he was so good. Hmm. Um, they, I mean, he's just been, he's, but he's, let's see what I'm saying. He's under the radar. Yeah. Like he is consistently putting out these insane, like Oscar caliber performances to me, but he's just, he's right there. He's not like, he's on. I mean, he's an A-lister, but he's almost B-list. Like, I don't think people... I think people are sleeping on Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm. Oh, fuck. He's in this movie called Nocturnal Animals. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. First of all, you gotta see Nocturnal Animals. Um, it's him, Amy Adams, uh, that kid that plays Kick-Ass is in it, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yes. Wait, we still talking uh, Terrence Howard or Jake Gyllenhaal? No, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. I got real confused. Yeah. <laughs> it happens, man. You don't remember Amy Adams and Hustle and Flow? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, man. But Gyllenhaal, I dude, I think he's I think he's at the peak now. I think he's I think he's I think he's hit his stride. But uh Velvet Buzzsaw looks amazing. Really mm-hmm. excited about it. Cast is awesome too. Oh, yeah, man. what's her name is in it? Uh Tony Collette. Yes. Tony Collette. Dude. I love John Malkovich. John, yeah. Mal- John fucking Malkovich. Did you watch Bird Box yet, Caleb? I did not. Man, he's he's in that and he's phenomenal. I bet he is. He's John Malkovich. He's so. he's phenomenal and everything. You know he's, he's in a great. He is in a movie that uh, Robert Rodriguez shot for it was some it was some something wacky like Red Bull or like maybe no, I think it was like a liquor. I don't remember. A movie? Yeah. Or a commercial? No. It's a, I think it's an hour long. It's a movie. And it will not be released for a hundred years. Like, that's the whole thing. So none of us alive right now will ever see it. <laughs> okay. Isn't that weird? So this thing will oh, come shit. out. This thing will come out in a hundred oh. years that they made. Like, we'll never get to see it. So it's a weird project they did. And I think it was funded by some company it was a beverage I wanted to say it was like alcoholic I want to say it was an alcoholic beverage alright yeah it was super weird anyway so in a hundred years people are going to get a brand new John Malkovich movie directed by Rob, I think it was Robert Rodriguez alright super interesting I thought yeah I, Robert Rodriguez I had oh, to look it up nice yeah weird it's so um, weird yeah it's called a hundred years due to release uh, on a secret date in 2115 Twenty-one fifteen. Wow. Yeah, 
It goes with whatever liquor that they're aging. I th- maybe. I think a liquor did fun. It's tied to some beverage. I can't remember. But It, it is sealed in a bulletproof safe with a time lock set to open in 2115. That's, that's wild. Crazy. crazy. That's the fucking premise of a movie right there. I know. But So these lucky bastards, they'll get a John Malkovich movie. They won't even... Maybe they'll know who he is. Maybe he'll be... If he's... If he's timeless, if he's not, then people will be like, if there's even a, the, the apocalypse might happen, so this movie might never be seen. But Maybe, who knows. Or, the apocalypse happens, so. a new society builds on top, and they find this movie, and they base a religion around it. Hmm. And John Malkovich is their god. I'm going to put all my money on that one. Now that's a movie. Yeah. And <laughs> we just wrote it. Um, and the whole thing is just John Malkovich's dick. Yeah. But he only agreed to go full frontal. <laughs> it was released a hundred years later. Is it like him stirring the beverage with his wiener or something? Yeah. I hope so. For I an sure hour and a so. half. For an hour and a half. While he's reciting Shakespeare or something. Um, God, he's great. He's great in everything. Um, anyway, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> Velvet Buzzsaw. Check it out. <laughs> Um, no, check out the trailer. It's on Netflix right now. It looks... Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's going places. He is. He's um, the godson of Jamie Lee Curtis. Is he really? He is. Oh, he ties into this podcast mm-hmm. nicely. Also, um, he'll be playing Mysterio in the next Spider-Man That's movie. right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's kind of a mainstream role for him. Oh, man, he's in this other movie called Enemy. You got it. These are all of his most recent movies. The dude's, dude's crushing it. Yeah. Crushing it. Um. Uh, all right, and the uh, the other big piece of news that I had was that um, uh, also from Bloody Disgusting is that uh, Dawn of the Dead getting teased to have a new Blu-ray release. I saw that, but it was only in the UK. It's only in the UK, but the, it'll filter out. Mm-hmm. Um, but that movie's out of print. Um, you have the Blu-ray, if I I'm do. not mistaken. And I it looks still, great. I still have the DVD <laughs> because I'm not gonna pay. The out of print. Yeah, I got the uh, uh, Anchor Bay release, and it was surprisingly uh, yeah so, um, beautiful. So I'm hoping if they're if they're teasing a new Blu-ray release, I'm hoping they do like a new transfer. Might even get a 4K sure release, which I'm sure they will. So I'm looking forward to that because um, that is a uh, one of these one of these days we'll get around to our Romero rants podcast and and we'll go. You know, maybe not uh, survival of the dead, but we'll get into the <laughs> we'll get into the good ones. Monkey um, shines. Yeah, Stephen King. Oh, are we gonna talk about that here? Monkey or was Shons that made for TV? Stephen King, is it? I thought he wrote it. Did he? I, am I wrong about that? Uh, I could be wrong. It's I late. could be wrong too. Yeah. Now I'm now I'm not sure. Check out Monkey Shines. Let me know. Um, but yeah, Dawn of the Dead getting a new Blu-ray release, probably. Hopefully, a 4K Blu-ray release. I'm very excited because I don't own it on Blu-ray, and I would like to. So, no, uh, no, wow. Based on a novel by Michael Stewart. Why did I think Stephen King had anything to do with it? Because they collaborated that? a lot. Huh. Um, you know, George Romero did uh, the Dark Half, which we'll yeah. be covering, and he did Creep Show One and Two. And- Interesting. I don't know why I thought Stephen King had something to do with Monkey Shines. Did he write the screenplay? Mm, I don't believe so. Hmm, okay. I mean, he probably didn't. I don't know why I thought. I don't know why I thought that was. Uh, I don't know why I thought they mm. were joined with that for some reason. Anyway, not important. Just me getting stuff mixed up. 
Mm-hmm. Doug's here to keep me honest. Um, mm-hmm. Has that that thing always been over there? What thing? That brown piece of furniture. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember it. <laughs> uh, sorry, I just got distracted by that. It has nothing to do with anything, but I just am like, it just seems out of place to me all of a sudden. Like I'd never seen it before. Yeah, it's always been there. Mm, okay. Um, I'll take your word for it. This is your house. Um, all right. So that was. Uh, oh, you know what? You, we all saw it, but um, Cavity Colors uh, brought back that fog T-shirt, and I bought it. Did you buy it? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, I was gonna buy it, but I just, I just bought that new Chris Jericho shirt, and I didn't want to get murdered in my sleep. So mm-hmm. for buying another. Um, t-shirt yeah so um i just gotta pick and choose <laughs> i got way excited about that chris jericho shirt and i bought it and then uh well i got christmas money my friend so uh, i bought it i used all my christmas money to uh didn't have to get permission from my wife or anything <laughs> i uh i used all my christmas money to pay bills so mm, good yeah. times yeah. great oldies yeah um but uh yeah if you uh if you've seen our cavity colors merch uh on the, that we've sported on the ooh, it's a great looking shirt ooh it's beautiful that devin gentleman yes uh is just extremely talented mm-hmm. and that fog shirt is uh, awesome one of my favorites um that's a beautiful i would just like that piece of art in my house i keep writing them every time i order something i'll include a note saying please um restock the your neck shirt yeah because man that's awesome too Still and you guys have movie. got to see that fucking movie i'm gonna get on it is it closely tied to any holidays no god damn it i'm trying to make a reason Ooh, is it on shutter i don't know i don't believe i, I got shutter by the way oh. I, I got my free month trial nice. haven't watched anything oh, okay. on it yet that sounds about right yeah you know there's, me <laughs> dicking around <laughs> there's tons of good stuff um which i guess means we can kick it over to the rants recommends <laughs> rants recommends stuff you should check out or not <laughs> <laughs> More likely the case. That's a real long jingle. <laughs> yeah, but do what you want. Um, <laughs> we can't tell you what to do. <laughs> <Ba-da-ba-ba-ba>. <laughs> uh, Kendall's turn to, she just left. Yeah. <laughs> a five and a half minute jingle. <laughs> People gave up. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. Anybody got a rants recommends? You guys are talking about Bird Box. You can talk about it. I haven't. Ken, uh, well, we talked about it last week. It's not gonna I, I know Kendall me. really liked it, and uh, I know she wants to talk about some Bird Box. Um, you know, I I watched several movies since Bird Box, so I've forgotten uh, a lot. Yeah, I, I will say it is a forgettable movie because I mean we've seen we've seen that mm-hmm. premise played out before, pretty much a quiet place stuff. But um, <clears throat> I don't. Know, I really liked it. Uh, I heard a lot of people shit on it, but I like. I it. don't understand people shitting on it. It's worth a watch. I mean, it's a it's a one timer, but it doesn't suck. Yeah, because people just got to shit on it because it's popular. That's 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 largely what it is. And then also, like, here's my thing: like, I'm paying for Netflix, so yeah. I'm paying monthly, but like, I'm not paying individually to see any of these movies. Mm-hmm. So when they come across my plate, I'm like, oh, well, let's check that out. So something you didn't have to go out of your way for, 
some shit that you don't you aren't entitled to like if you don't like it stop watching it yeah but just to get out there and and now look sometimes I want to shit on stuff but I don't think it's helpful so I try to refrain I stop shitting on stuff you know there's no point in it there's not you know, like what you like watch what yeah. you want I don't give a fuck it doesn't affect me I'll tell you if I don't like something but I yeah. really try to not I really try not to shit on stuff. But sometimes I do. Sometimes it's so infuriating that I can't help it. But I really try not to. Because I don't think it's productive. Yeah, but. it's not. Something I really liked about Bird Box, um, I don't know. I've, I've heard people say that, it, that, like, I've heard people shit on it because they say it played it safe. But one of the things I really liked is um, that the monster has really left up to your interpretation i, mm-hmm. I like that I like um too. sorry and for any kind of spoiler uh but the um apparently the studio insisted that the monster be shown and some there was was some there were like a couple scenes shot that actually showed the monster whatever yeah I saw but, that. Uh, it's pretty i mean there you get a kind of a peak of into what some people see the monster as, but it's pretty much left up to your interpretation. I really like that about it. Well, are, are they saying that that monster <laughs> is um, it's what it, it's different for whoever sees it? Is that what they're right, saying? Right, right. Okay. They were showing, from what I understand, the scenes that were shot with the monster were um, Sandra Bullock's characters' um, interpretations. Like, interpretation of the monster yeah uh, well have you seen the pictures the artist's um rendering of the monster that they were going to show that were floating around the internet yeah, well i saw um i saw a photo of the prosthetics that looked like a like a bloated swamp baby yes and uh yeah i saw the that and i saw a couple of uh what's the um the word i'm looking for the art um it's late and I can't like think. Concept? concept art. Thank nice. you. And uh, I'm kind of glad they didn't shoot it because that was a weak ass monster. Yeah, Speaking about shitting on things. <laughs> there's there's a scene where a character lays out drawings of what the monster could potentially be seen yeah. as, and that's a that's all you need. You know. Yeah. Now, you don't need to see the monster. I haven't well, seen it I yet. I like the fact so that it's different for everyone who sees it. So I haven't seen it yet. So you know, spoil it or not. But how did they get the bird in the box? Uh, they find a bird in a box. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's got a KFC well, logo they, on it. <laughs> sounds delicious. <laughs> I think they. Uh, I think they ended up in a pet store at one point, didn't they? And um, like they. Described a few out of. Do you a want me to spoil it for you? I don't care. Okay. Well, <clears throat> the birds uh, have since the monster company. Oh, okay. It's in, well, it's not invisible. I was kidding. I didn't. They since uh, the the monster coming, then they act real crazy, and that gives them an alert to go off. They're inside a grocery store, like looting it and stocking up on supplies to survive the next couple of months. Yeah. And um, Sandra Bullock finds these parakeets or whatever the hell they were in like the pet area of the store and so she keeps them and there are her alarm system mm. yeah there's like so a mobile towards the end of the movie she, she 
finds a fucking shoebox and pokes a hole in them and carries them with her when she's on her journey to find another civilization. Wow. I mean, I was kidding. I didn't realize they were actually a bird There's in a box. There's actual birds in a box. Wow. Yes. All right. Bird box means monster I'm, alarm. I'm less excited. <laughs> I'm just going to let you know. know right now. I, no, it's worth a while. No, I'm going to watch it. I uh, didn't care how on the nose that title was, but... I thought the title was really intriguing, and when I find out that there's an actual bird in a box, I'm like, mm. Well, they should have called it Monster Alarm. That's a better <laughs> title. <laughs> That's the name of my band, so I'm glad they didn't. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the like the bird in a box is not some kind of huge reveal. It's not something they conceal no. from you. It's, it's almost... Yeah. It's almost like we got some kind of bird box, and then they look at the camera and then pull their sunglasses down. <laughs> Van Halen starts playing in the background. <laughs> um, no, I'm gonna see it. I, you know, it, it's all the hype, and I would have seen it already, but you know, I just fucking moved to a new state, so I'm a little behind uh, the times here. But um, I'm gonna get around. acting chops. She's great in it. Oh, she's very, very good. What is she not great in? Except for the blind side. Speed 2. It's not her fault. Not her fault. Willem Dafoe is also in that movie. Well, Willem Dafoe (laughs) probably scared the piss out of everyone on set. So that's why they're not, their acting isn't that far. Oh, man. If you guys haven't seen... He's the monster in Bird Box. (laughs) He's he's the bird. (laughs) He's not even wearing makeup. He just is like, hello. <laughs> God, I will never forgive Sam Raimi. I adore him. I'll never forgive him for putting a mask over Willem Dafoe's face when he yep. looks so much like a goblin. Yeah, I know. Just right? some makeup and they a little bit of prosthetic. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you see that fully automated mask they made? Like they had a robotic mask that looked like Green Goblins from the the comic wow. that they were gonna put on him. No, and then the studio was all like, "No, don't do that. He wanna see his face." And he was all like, "Okay." And then he put that helmet on. Him. Yeah, now he just looks like a you Power can see Ranger. His mouth. Yeah, he looks like a <laughs> shitty Power Ranger. That everyone in that movie they did the Power Ranger thing because we're we're on a tangent here, folks. Surprise. Yeah. But, like, they do the Power Ranger thing where they move their head constantly while they talk because you can't see their goddamn faces. So they're just like. <laughs> more people are like, more Power Rangers talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's just. Uh, <laughs> I'll never forgive him. That was a mistake. You should have just. I, he had such a great face. Mm-hmm. I didn't even need to make him green. I would have forgiven that. Just throw him on the fucking board. Mm-hmm. He would have looked <clears throat> terrifying. Yeah. Um,. Anyway, Willem Dafoe, folks. Speed 2, Cruise Control, check it out. <laughs> out now. Home probably, DVD. probably at my local video store. I didn't get... The, we were snowed in, so I didn't go over there. But um, Next weekend, I'll, I'm picking up Cat's Eye, which is our movie next week, yep. FYI. And um, I'm picking up Cat's Eye, and I'll, I'll see if I can find another uh, Treasures from the Video Store, or whatever we end up calling this new segment. But mm-hmm. um, Did you see anything? I think you guys... Sorry. No, go for it. No, I think you guys may have mentioned this uh, in last week's uh, recommends, but um, I watched Drew Goddard's uh, Bad Times at the El Real today. Ooh, that's good. Mm. Have you seen it, Doug? No. Really good. Yeah. Really. It's fun. I I saw the trailer, and I I was like, I don't care about this. Oh, man. It's such a fun movie. 
This is okay. fun. I'll take your word for it. It's twisty. It's so I like it. Good. I was just tons of good acting in it too. Like hmm. I just I'm a sucker for those big ensemble casts like that. I told you it gave me that smoke and aces feel a little bit where it's just all these backstories come together to one kind of crazy event. Um it's not anything like that movie except for, you know, just that that's the structure I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, um have you um have you guys watched the Ballad of Buster Scruggs yet? No. Not yet. I want to. I've watched uh so it's a bunch of like uh, it's an anthology. Yeah. Um from what I from what I've seen so far, nothing really ties together. But um I've seen like half of it. It's it's a lot going on. Um I need to finish the other half. But from what I've seen so far, it's everything is pretty separate exists in its own little world but uh it's really good what i'm saying hmm. i love the coens i, I want to see what that did movie. they do that one yeah it's a new coen brother it's very yeah. silly but it's good so far i seem a little over half yeah i, I want to <clears throat> get to it i'm i got so much um just see anything else new um i've been i'm sorry i keep just oh, talking no that's um i have been watching a kind of garbage netflix original series called you you guys seen any of this i've i saw the i saw the poster i can't the artwork i can't say it's it's called called you you. y-o-u um okay yeah um i think it's named aptly aptly because you could say i'm watching you it's about a stalker (laughs) get it um it's yeah i'm like six episodes in um i mean it's good like just mindless if you want to watch something that's got a little bit of drama and kind of spookiness like real life spookiness to it but i'm into like true crime and i hear shit about stalkers a lot so that was pretty interesting i am it's okay i am not into true crime but i've been watching the Bravo original series Dirty John based mm-hmm. on the podcast of the same name mm-hmm. starring Eric Bana and Connie Britton of uh, American Horror Story fame oh the redheaded woman yeah yes 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 it's fantastic it's mm. really good I've Eric, heard a lot of good stuff about it <laughs> I've heard a, I, people love the podcast but I'm never gonna listen to it um, <laughs> okay. I'm just not gonna do I'm it I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it I don't like that that's not entertaining to me. So, but the show is really well made. Eric Bana, Bana, the whole Eric Banana, <laughs> Eric Banana, <laughs> um, <laughs> whatever. Um, guy, he's so good and he's very scary. Um, like, just he's he's fantastic, and I love Connie Britton. I think she's really good. Um, anyway. Uh, I think the season finale was tonight, so um, hmm. it's just like a limited series, but ah. it's it's super interesting. Um, although Elise um, Elise doesn't like to watch these things with me because I don't like these things, and because I I often don't um, I often don't side with the victims in a lot of situations <laughs> where I'm just like. Pfft. <laughs> well, it never happened to me, idiot. Um, it makes Elise angry. Um, I mostly do it to make her angry. But, uh, you know, anytime your life seems threatened and you run away and then you're like, you know what? Second chance. You got to give people... And that'll never be me. I'll never be in that situation. So You don't know that. I, I do know that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'll ne- I'll never forget this lady whose husband killed her kids. I'm still livid about it. Sometimes I sit and I think about it and I get furious. And Elise hates me for that. But like, watched a whole hour long thing about this idiot, and he's like, <laughs> this idiot. There's a whole chunk of the episode where they're talking about how she will not leave her children in the house alone with her husband because she's so terrified of him. Except for that one Saturday morning she went to work and she just left him there and she came home and he fucking killed both of them. Hmm. And then, like, she's, like, staying with her mom after that. And I'm like, oh, her mom must live five states away. Nah, just right around the corner. And I'm Hmm. like, oh, so you could have got your kids. And this is, like, over years. Yeah, that's dumb. I can't get over it. And she's like, you don't know... You don't know. And I'm like... You don't know, you don't know. I know. And I know it's not fair to be mad at that lady, but I'm mad at her. Well, she's in a better place. No, she's still alive. She was on the TV show. I mean, she's in a better place. Physical place. Oh, I guess. I'm mad at her. <laughs> she's, I know, she I lives next to her. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't see I've, it. I've heard a lot of that shit. You didn't no. see it. She's like just a pattern of behavior where she's like, he's not safe to be around my kids. But well, she's also, living in fear. She's not thinking clearly. You I don't guess. know, Caleb. I don't know. You don't. But know. see, also, your anytime wife I is a mental health professional, so there's that too. That's very true. But um, you know, I just anytime I'm in a situation where I'm like, this is sketchy, I usually just get out of it. Fight or flight. Mostly yeah. flight. Yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm living. <laughs> I'm the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't I watch a lot of these with her and I'm like some of them I can understand but that one I'll never I'll never forgive that woman for not saving her kids lives uh, my wife's currently watching one she binges all this shit I don't have time because I'm raising babies yeah that's true and um, <laughs> she's watching one on Netflix called The Keepers um, Kendall, I, have you seen this one? I've heard. I've seen a couple episodes. It's about uh, like these like sisters, um, yes. like nuns, right? The yeah, the um, the priest at the uh, Catholic school that um, um, the 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 nuns work at and teach at and shit is molesting children, and they find out, and he has them killed, and all this and. I mean, I like that kind of stuff too, but I don't don't have time to binge it and shit. And what I've seen has been pretty interesting. So, if you like dead nuns, (laughs) the keepers is for you (laughs) exclusively. Mm -hmm. Can I just say I know I'm I know I'm probably wrong about the other thing, but it's how I feel. Hey man, you can't. That's how you feel. I know. I know. I'm, I know it's probably not right. I know it's. I know it's not. I can't dude, even say it. Dude, I know it's not that feel. lady's I'm fault. Not judging you. you well, feel well, how people you listening feel. might You're look. Wrong, I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose Tom. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to lose Tom. Over this. Tom knows you're not a victim blamer. It's okay. Yeah. Well, some of them are just asking for it, but no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man, um, no. But I, look, I just I have a child. He's more important than anything. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I just if I thought Elise was dangerous, I'd be like, we gotta go. 
I gotta get her away from this kid. And it wasn't like it happened over a week and she didn't have time to react. This is years of this dude's just fucked up. Yeah. And she's like, I knew it was bad, but I was just like, what are you gonna do? Such a weird, that's such a weird mentality. And if you want to call and complain about Caleb, that number was 731-439-8821. Leave us a voicemail message. I know. Oh, Write I'm us a, a uh, email. I know it's Carbon wrong. Pod at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. But here's my thing. She didn't have to tell that story. I would never tell anyone that that happened. Ever. I would never go on national television... And tell this oh. whole story about how there was something wrong with this guy, mm-hmm. but I didn't intervene in time. Like, that was the thing. <coughs> That's not her fault, but, like, I feel like she could have done a little more. She could have done something. Yeah, yeah. I and you don't have the context. I see your side of You don't the have the context. I see, I see she did do saying. some stuff. But yeah, I understand completely what you're saying. I'm like, she doesn't have anywhere else to go. you don't know, Caleb. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, you because don't it wouldn't be life. me. No, I don't. You're anxiety-ridden and living in fear at all times. That's true. You act, you know, nonsensical. I don't know. I, and I mean, at the end of the day, her children are gone. Yeah, and that sucks. That's terrible. But I would never I would never tell a soul that story. Hmm. I'd be like, you know what? I don't need to be on TV talking about this. She probably wouldn't. It's probably someone snooping around in police reports and just probably. fished out. I don't know like, where they... We could put this on TV. I don't know where... Profit you... off the misery of others. I don't know where they get these people. We watched another one the other night. I don't like watching these things. I hate it. So, I'm already <laughs> like in a heightened sense of I don't like what's Self-sabotaging, happening. Self-sabotaging, man. Yeah, you well... You gotta give it, give it up. Well, I gotta... I, she watches a lot of wrestling with me. So, I gotta... <laughs> I, every once in a while I gotta hear about a whole family that gets murdered and then I gotta go pretend like I can go to sleep just fine um, we watched this other one and the guy his mom was crazy mm-hmm. was abusive tried to manipulate him so he goes off and he joins the army whatever gets himself out of the situation her and his sister <clears throat> murder his dad Yikes! yeah super fucked up I couldn't connect with him because his fingernails were so long and nasty. <laughs> the, every time he was talking, I was like, and he's a military man. Why would he ever grow those? Like, he knows better. So the whole time, I'm just like, he's telling the most heartbreaking story I've ever heard. And I'm like, he's got to clip those goddamn fingernails. He looks fucking gross. Get a manicure, then yeah, I'll give a geez. shit. <laughs> Just get the clippers. Mine aren't pretty, but I keep them, keep them down. But they were, they were, I mean, they were like talons. And he's mm. just like, and he smokes, so you know there's all that stink in there. <laughs> all that stink. <laughs> Trap stink. So now, uh, so a few days after that, my nails were kind of getting out of control. And I was like, whew, got to clip these. I'm starting to look like that fat loser whose mom killed his dad. And at least didn't, <laughs> Jesus. At least didn't care for that. <laughs> now, a lot of this I do to irritate her. But Coffinranchpod um, at gmail.com if you want to send your hate mail. Hey, you don't tell me how to pester my wife. Yeah. Hey, if you want me to feel bad about your hard stuff, you got you to gotta meet me beneath that old Georgia pine. You got to <laughs> clip him fingernails. I wasn't even going to talk about his beard line. Shave that mm. neck. Yeah, he had a neck beard. Oof. Shave, shave that neck, boys. Mm-hmm. 
just it looks better. I shaved my neck. Look at that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you can be on national TV. Clip your fingernails. <laughs> this right. guy's life has been. I mean, he was in Iraq, and I'm over here like. Yeah, he's had all kinds of <laughs> fucked up shit his <laughs> he's entire so life. Fucked up. I know, but you know, thirty seconds. That's all it takes. A show's called See No Evil on Investigation Discovery. If you guys want to check it out, Elise loves it. Um, but anyway, Dirty John's pretty good. Dirty jobs. Dirty John. Yeah, with micro. <laughs> I'm like, he, this guy is up to something. Um, oh man. Sometimes the episode will end, and I'll look at Elise, and I'm like, I'm starting to think John is not too clean. And uh, she do you hated. pull your sunglasses down? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> she's she's unhappy to be with me. Um, now nah, it's cool. This one, this one, I get a little more. I mean, again, it wouldn't. It, it, as soon as I figure this thing's going on, I'm like, I've been hanging out with some weirdos before, and I'm like, it's a bad situation. I gotta yeah. roll. Um, I get this lady. She was, you know, she thought he loved her, and she was desperate for attention. And uh, mm-hmm. she, I guess she was fine with him being a psychopath as long as he loved her but um he didn't and uh mm. but no this one I'm 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 with her I'm just I'm just mad at that lady and her kids I'm just <laughs> I'm just I'm, it bothers me dude right. it broke my heart I dude I don't like watching this stuff now I can watch I can watch all these horror movies there's no effect on me yeah, I can see the most real. gruesome horrible things but dude I knew when she was like talking about going home, I was like, "Those fucking boys are dead." I yeah. was like, "He killed those kids," and that really happened. And just, I can't. I don't like it. So a lot of it is me resenting that I'm even watching this. Um, yeah, I understand. I play it up for fun, but I just ugh, that stuff. I don't know how. And you know, I don't know how people do it. I can't. I can't do it. Um, I'm just like, give me. You know, I don't know gruesome brutal death scenes but I can't imagine like real people being killed it yeah. just bums me out so um speaking of fucked up situations uh I've watched The Room have you seen The Room with Brie Larson oh that's just Room oh sorry not The Room with, <laughs> The Room <laughs> oh hi Mark hi Mark <laughs> not that one. I watched The room. room speaking of fucked up situations sorry sorry I got confused no Room Room Dude, you seen that? that movie gave me some severe anxiety. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Room? You seen that, Kendall? I have not. Oh, it's on Netflix. God. Give it a whirl. Holy oh, shit. Really? Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah. just I'll just watch it this week. just um, be ready to have just be ready to have some serious anxiety. Like my heart was pounding when yeah, I was watching that sad, movie. Yeah, it's sad and it's a uh, fucked up situation. Basically, this dude kidnaps Brie Larson, locks her in a shed where she lives for years. And uh, she has a kid and has to raise it in, in the shed. shed. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, she's trying to teach him all about a world he's never seen and all this and that. And I'm not going to spoil anything so, for you. Kimmy no. Schmidt? Yeah, but less Who? adorable. <laughs> Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, yeah. That's a show that exists. Never oh, seen. Man. Oh, it's so good. Um, yeah, no, that movie is intense. Uh, I had a... Yeah. I'm telling you, I had a, I had a hard time watching it. My heart was pounding a lot of moments. Um, just a little intense and uh, yeah, a little heart wrenching. But it, it's a good it's, movie, solid it's movie, super good. 
Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. Also, you guys have a hard time um, just in general from what I've gathered from both of your personalities. Anything that involves something to do with children, which makes me sound like a monster when I say it out loud, like I don't give a shit about violence, violence against children. But like, um, I remember uh, that scene in Under the Skin. Is that what yes. it was called? Haunting. Haunting. You guys, I remember coming back to you guys after y'all told me that 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 scene was going to, there was like a scene that was going to skeeve me out, make me feel really uncomfortable. And I was like, did we, did we watch the same movie? Because that didn't really bother me. No, that part where she leaves the baby on the beach by itself. That's, I I paused Uh, the movie and I cried. Dude, they come back to it hours later and it's still crying. Yeah. And then they come back to it hours later and it's gone. Presumably the tide washed it away. That, that entire scenario that you don't see play out. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't think I can watch that movie again based on that alone. It's a beautiful movie. I it's recommend beautiful. you watch it. It's great. It's so good. Yeah, uh, and I bought it because it <laughs> yeah, was in a three dollar bin at it's, Best Buy, and I grabbed it. It's on Blu-ray. amazing. But I, I, it's painful. Rachel, my, my wife wants to see it, and um, I was just like, "There's, there's this fucked up situation you need to prepare yourself for." Yeah. So whenever I'll, I'll watch it again with her. Yeah. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah. That's my problem. That's my problem with a lot of stuff. I just, I'm like, I don't. I don't need to. I don't need to make pretend that children get hurt because they get hurt enough in real life. So I, I gotta. I don't like. I just don't like when that's in. I didn't like that before I had kids, and I. Yeah. And I didn't either, but it, that went up tenfold with yeah. when I had kids. That's why. That's why that thing. That's why that thing like bothered me so much with that show because I was just like, there isn't like I would kill you if I thought you were a threat to my child. Yeah. Like I. W- I would never, like, there's just no chance. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't care what it is. I don't care how hard I have to work. I don't care if I work five jobs. Like, I'm getting out of here, saving these kids' lives. Yeah. Are you not, leaving that kid while you're working, though? With me? <laughs> yeah. Doug's got him. <laughs> he okay. Hadn't, he hadn't murdered All right, this isn't kids a hypothetical. I get it. <laughs> No, but yeah, it's just a, it just bothers me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if violence, anything towards children is just, I'm like, it feels unnecessary. Oh uh, yeah, and uh, before Caleb came over tonight, uh, we just finished the first brand new episode of True Detective season three. They showed the first episode tonight, and uh, some kid murdering in that. So. Oh man. Get ready. Yeah, it's gonna pretty decent. I, it's it's hold my interest. It's not like the second season. I saw the first episode. I was like, this sucks. I never watched anything past the first season. Well, there's only two. I don't recommend the second season. I, he likes it. I love it. I, I don't like it. I heard so much like awful about it. Uh, I, I thought mean, it was fucking trash from uh, the get go. People got their panties in a wad. It's not good. Here's the problem. The first season was too perfect. Yeah, that's, that's all it was. Problem. That's all it was. But I don't want to see that. I don't want to see the same thing. I was fine with. I was fine with the new one. I don't mind seeing something completely different. But when it's garbage it. and convoluted <laughs> bullshit, I feel that way about American Horror Story. Well, that is. That only has. Well, there's nine seasons of that, and oh only three of them are watchable. Yeah, this show sucks. Speaking of not shitting on things. Yeah. 
We're humans. <laughs> we shit on things sometimes. Uh, this is our personal opinions. We're not yeah. attacking anyone for liking it. That's true. Um, you getting hyped by The Walking Dead? No. Nobody. I is. forgot it was a thing. Nobody is. I love. I love all the articles where they're like, they're ramping up the horror. I'm like, tenth season in. About time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might have wanted to try that ten years ago. Oh, man, my wife was an avid follower. She of was. That, and we she jumped was hardcore. off big time because yeah. it got unwatchable. Can't do it. Um. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Dirty John, Dirty check it jobs. out, and I'll yeah with micro. Uh, and I'll also say that uh, you have Shutter. I watched the Shutter Christmas Marathon of Phantasm. Mm-hmm. So I've seen every Phantasm movie except Phantasm Two. Mm-hmm. Um, I highly recommend Phantasm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, that's it. <laughs> did I enjoy? I think I enjoyed Phantasm three or four. There was one of them I really liked. They didn't show two. Might have been three. I can't remember now. Because I watched... I mean, they just... Was um, it one, three, four, and five? Yep. Now, I guess they did five because it finishes the story. I don't know. But they could have easily left five off. I don't know. Five was garbage. That was filmed like... That was just filmed like in segments because somebody wanted to make a short film about the tall man. Mm Mm-hmm. And so they started filming it. And then, uh, what's his name? Coscarelli was like, that's... Oh, you know, it's pretty. So he didn't direct it, but he helped write it. So then they just started like, well, let's film this. Let's write a new scene and film it, and then just kind of pieced it together over a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I mean, it looks like a sci-fi original. It's awful. It's awful, and it's just mm-hmm. terrible. So, uh, Phantasm Five Ravager, I, you gotta avoid it. Even the little interstitials with Joe Bob did not. Um, did not make it palatable. Um, <clears throat> I was wanting to watch some of those. That's the whole reason I redeemed my month yeah. trial. And I, I just he's the whole time. reason. He's the whole reason I signed up again. Because I had it for a little while at first. I was like, I'm not using this, but I fucking love Monster Vision so much, and I love that Joe Bob's back. So I watched that first marathon he did, and then I watched the Thanksgiving one, and then I watched the Christmas one. Um, and it's going to be weekly now. So I guess it'll be like, it'll probably just be like one or two movies. Maybe mm. just one. But um, starting in March. Mm. But uh, Phantasm, uh, super fucked up. No idea what's going on. Uh, so many interpretations. I, I yeah. can't give you a no. explanation either. It's worth watching. Yeah. And you watch it with Joe Bob. He's got some, he's got some cool insight um, into the first one. But the first one is probably the easiest one to follow. Um, yeah. 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 All right. Um, the th- I really think it was the fourth one that I really liked. I don't think I've ever seen the fourth one. No, you know what? Well, shit. I can't remember now because I was going to talk about this when I saw him and then we had all that time off and then I forgot last week. So I can't remember. But one of them, one of the sequels I found really compelling and I don't think it was the third one. So it had. I think it had to be the fourth. It was just really cool. I liked. I just liked it. Angus Scrim's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but it's all one story. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. Like they just it just keeps going on. The fucking Reggie the Ice Cream Man. Like you know, it's just, he's this action hero that can never get laid. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, I highly recommend all of Joe Bob's marathons but the Phantasm one was great 
Uh, Phantasm, really cool. I wish they'd done Phantasm too, because uh, he said it had like one of the biggest like practical explosions in a movie at that time. And uh, so I I watched that explosion on YouTube. It was amazing. Hmm. Um, but uh, Phantasm, uh, Phantasm three and Phantasm four, I had a really good time watching those with especially with you know the commentary from Joe Bob. But Phantasm five, I have to highly recommend you don't watch because it's not hmm. worth it. It's not worth it. It feels cheap, and it just shouldn't have been involved in that at all. Gotcha. So uh, I have Shutter now and uh part of the reason that i got it was for the joe bob stuff i still have yet to watch any of his stuff though would you recommend watching anything that he commentaries would you recommend watching the movie through first without his commentary or is it cool to watch nah, something for the first time with him i would watch well because it's it's not during the movie so it's like it's like commercial breaks okay yeah so in his uh, most famous one, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, which he did for the Thanksgiving one, and it's great because he's just like a fountain of random knowledge about that movie. So, and he's really passionate about it. Um, Sweet. So that's fun to watch. So the, he does like an <coughs> intro, and then like every twenty minutes because these this used to come on like uh, TNT. TNT. Used to come on TNT. So during the commercial breaks, so right before the. Right before the show goes to commercials, he does a little five-minute segment where he breaks down what you've seen so far, like any fun facts. He just, you know, just off the, rattling it off the top of his head, um, which I'm sure he's prepared for. But you know, he's just got it. Like he's just a knowledge of, uh, you know, grindhouse and like drive-in cinema. Like he's just, you know, uh, spent his whole life <laughs> doing this stuff. So. Um, and so it was part of the commercial break. So now they do that on Shutter, but without the commercials, it just cuts to him. And goes back to the movie, and then goes back to the movie. Um, cool. Yeah, and it you know probably adds 15 minutes to the movie, maybe 20 if he's really getting carried away. But uh, it's it's a lot of fun, and he's just he's just silly, and uh, I'm glad he's I'm glad he's back. Hmm. Yeah. Good times. Yep. So I recommend it. That's all I've seen. Hmm. That and Dirty John. Well, I'd recommend I uh, Room. Room. Mm. God, Room's so good. I recommend that. I've added it to my Netflix watch list hmm. while we've been talking. Um, I do have one last little recommendation. I'm sorry, was I interrupting you, Caleb? Oh, I was done. Um, um, so it's been a minute since I've talked to you guys. So yeah, I've been. seen a lot of stuff. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've seen a lot of stuff. Um, I watched this movie, and I was just thumbing through Hulu, just looking for something to kill time, and I came across this movie that I don't know how I've never heard of it, uh, but the premise is literally taken from my nightmares. I have this recurring nightmare where I am to perform some kind of task it changes all the time, and if I make any kind of mistake, like someone in my family will be killed. Like that is a recurring nightmare for me. Um, there wow. is this. Did you watch Die Hard yeah. with a Vengeance? It's <laughs> 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 great. Oh, uh, what's the riddle? The seven something with seven wives and yeah. Anyway, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Grand Piano. 
Elijah Wood, John Cusack, and not Keanu Reeves from Bill and Ted. Oh, uh, uh, Winter. Alex Winter. Alex Winter. Sure. I don't know his name. Who cares? He is. <laughs> That's Bill S. Preston Esquire you're talking about. Don't like that movie. Um, yeah, it was. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's a great movie though. It's another one of those like mindless. If you got an hour and a half to kill and you just want to watch something, uh, it was okay. It's uh, the premise is uh, Elijah Wood is this um, pianist who is making this comeback to play this like. Did you just say something about penis? Huh? He said pianist. And he goes, hey. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> he is a pianist and uh, he's making this huge comeback and playing this piece that <laughs> that's yeah, he uh, is. supposed to be really hard yeah he <laughs> is but if he, uh, if he yeah if he makes a mistake bad things happen and it's oh, really yeah. dumb but it's fun I liked it Ooh, got it's stuck in that piano. Got stuck in that penis toll. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Grand piano. When did this come out? Uh it's several years old. Interesting. Uh like 2015, 16? I don't know. Mm, I've never piano. heard of it before. Hey, it's worth it's a watch. Uh sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's not like riveting, but I mean I I didn't hate it. Riveting. Mm. Check it out. The grand piano. Grand it just, penis. It's so aligned with like actual nightmares of mine. So I was like, That's I crazy. have to watch this. Yeah, I'll have nightmares where like uh, I have to sing a song that's really hard to sing. And if I like miss a, a note or something, um, something bad will happen. And that's like the exact premise of this movie. Mm. Wow. Are you singing Maybe It Was Memphis by Pam Tillis? That's tough. <laughs> no, fancy by Reba McIntyre. Oh, no shit. That song? Damn. All the time. Damn, that song is hard to carry. How is there not a movie about... How is there not a movie where this is the premise? If you if you sing a song wrong at karaoke, then someone There's you know will die. Th- that has to exist. Killioke? You're so upset, but you know that's the name of it. Karyo Kill. That's a little better. Killioke was silly. <laughs> no, no. Kendall flipped us off and left. Oh, man. All right. Well, uh, anything else you guys want to recommend? No. Mm, going to bed before 2 a.m. That's hey, what I especially on a work night. What time is it? It's mm-hmm. almost 2. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Doug and I spent a lot of time talking about snow, so it's yeah. probably on us. <laughs> we did. So, did you see that big snow? I saw the big snow. Hell, yeah, big old fat snow. <laughs> it was. I've been so proud of my snow heavy metal music playing. The, oh my god, that when you commented that, I was like, why the fuck did I not think of that? You're yeah. genius. That was good. Gold, gold star, Kendall. I killed me with that one. Boy. <laughs> I slay me. 
Kilioki. What did you call it? <laughs> that's what I called it. It's so dumb. Kario Kill. No. That's better. Kill I like Kilioki better. Okay. If I'm choosing Kiliyoki. between those two. Gotcha. That'd be the sequel. No. <laughs> it's getting a sequel. Um, Alright, folks. Well, that was Firestarter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then some rants recommends Caleb's thoughts on how victims should have done things differently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hindsight being the key. Um, yep. That was Firestarter. How else can I offend people before we get out of here? I don't know. I'll think of it. Okay. You could say you like like the Big Bang Theory or something. Mm, there you go. Some people do, though. Yeah. <laughs> Idiots. I'm all about that young Sheldon. <laughs> oh, what a great spinoff. Um, yeah, I'm all about that young Sheldon. Things no one's ever said. <laughs> T-shirts that will never be made. Yeah. I'm all about that young Sheldon. Holy shit. Uh, next week we're talking about cat's eye. Cat's eye. I never I don't even know what this is at all. It's um anthology, I believe. Is it? I've never seen it. I don't know. I don't know. You said it was theatrical and somehow <laughs> it got left off my list, so mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna watch Cat's Eye Jim and Barry Moore's back. Man in a segment. Upsetting. Or the wraparound. <laughs> I don't know, I've never seen it. I don't know. She's on the cover. Yeah. She was not good. Is her hair blowing like it is on the cover of yeah. <laughs> Child actors just... Yeah. So great in E.T. But she didn't say a whole lot. Because she had a shitty director. Oh, man, Spielberg. And Come on. Working so good. Not E.T. No, no, no. I know. I'm saying... Stars. Yeah, no. I'm saying you can't get much better than that. No, so. I'm not going to bash it. one of my favorite <laughs> movies. And she was great in no, it. No, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, Spielberg is just too good and he knew he knew how to direct children mm-hmm. but uh apparently the director of commando not so much Mm-mm. Alyssa milano was a kid in that movie yep that's all that story command don't <laughs> i like that kilioki <laughs> hey everybody Get the fuck out of here uh, thanks for listening to tcr uh, we've been your hosts i'm caleb i'm doug I'm Kendall. Keep on ranting. Mm-hmm. I was going to say something about sweet dreams, but I was going to like work in tangerine dream, but it just was not. No. Nope. It wasn't smooth at all. So I tangerine just, dream. Everyone. <laughs> Everybody have some tangerine dreams. <laughs> <clears throat>